Assalamu alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. My name is Nazmeen. And my name is Maryam. Welcome to Build Out Within, the podcast where we share essential knowledge and get valuable insights into the experiences of inspiring speakers from all around the world. On the episode today, we have Gauthar Abdullah, CEO and founder of Data Hub, a platform that is designed for use to socialize through knowledge. Data Hub has launched a podcast most recently. Gauthar is also a lawyer for a corporate bank in the UAE. She created Data Hub as she felt that there was a need for youth and searched for ambitious women who shared the same values to form a team. Assalamu alaikum, Kothar. We are very happy to have you as a guest. We named this episode Built from Scratch, as this is exactly what you did. We would like you to share your journey to becoming an entrepreneur and the valuable wisdom with us. Again, assalamu alaikum and welcome to this episode. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. Thank you very much for inviting me for this episode. I'm very grateful. I'm really looking forward to... Uh, give you some of my experience and some advice from the best that I know to help the community and any new entrepreneur and and it's uh, or her journey. Thank you very much. You are very welcome. As a young woman working as a lawyer in Dubai, what drove you to embark on a journey of entrepreneurship and become the founder of Data Hub? That's a very good question. I believe we don't really ask ourselves when we start something it just happened of course there's a couple of reasons why I did start but I believe once we start the journey this reason becomes just part of an energy that just helps you every day to continue forward so as you mentioned I'm a corporate lawyer in um, in banking and, and fintech in Dubai and so far at my age, after completing a couple of years of, of, of universities, studies, degrees, etc., I never thought that one day I will be an entrepreneur or start anything. Although I had in the past started many projects, but it was never something that will reach a level of a company. So Data Hub started with a blog called Attorney Squad in February 2020, so this year. I'm someone who is really engaged in the youth community and I did struggle many times uh, because of my age, because of the society we're living in. Uh, For some reason, youth do struggle to find exposure, to be compensated and valued for their work. So I started in February 2020 a blog with a couple of legal counsel, old classmates back in uni. Uh, We started by drafting some articles because... Long story short, when you're a lawyer, the very and only way for you when you're young to get an exposure is to write articles and to post them on any social uh, platform. So we started to do that. And slowly, slowly during uh, this COVID crisis and the lockdown, I started to see on social media that many other youth started to uh, upload some knowledge-based content on the wrong platform, such as Instagram or Facebook. But this need or this will to start investing in themselves, uh, not because they have to go to university, but because it's from their own person. No one is pushing them, no parents, no society. They want to do that. 
And I started noticing this within our community. So month after month, I started to gather my team, et cetera, et cetera, until I came up with, with Data Hub, which actually gather more than just lawyers, more than just fresh grad, but youth in general. I like to call it the knowledgeable youth community. So this is how Data Hub was created back in February 2020. That's really great. And socializing through knowledge is something that we definitely need. It's really important also to talk about how important it is to seek knowledge. And nowadays we have the opportunity to just go online. But because we have so many opportunities and so many different websites and videos, it becomes really difficult to filter. So what you're doing is really amazing here, bringing it all together, all the valuable knowledge for people to really socialize, but also seek valuable knowledge and in turn become more valuable. So it's definitely what we need in these times. And I would like to ask you, could you take us through your journey of building Data Hub from scratch, how it all began and step by step, how it became what it is now? Sure. Um, just to add on what you just said, it is definitely very important, at least for me. And I think any entrepreneur create a concept or project according to their personal experience. And I do believe socialize, uh, getting to know people through knowledge is much more meaningful than through appearance because you just like someone's picture or outfit or name or whatever. I think it gives more substance to the relationship. And I do notice as well that usually in universities, we either socialize or become friends with our classmates. It's very rare to see different classmates from different classes or fields become friends. This is how it is. Universities just gather people according to their field or certain groups. But you rarely see more interactions between students from different universities Unless there is a reason, such as a sports competition or workshop or whatever. So I do think it is very important. And I really hope this project will, will help youth to create more meaning to their relationship and to break this artificial or superficial relationship they have with the social media, with influencers, with the society in general. I think our community is much more than just selling shampoo on Instagram or uh, being influencer, I think there's a lot of talent and skills in our youth. And I think the only way to find out or to help them is to push them to have more meaning and substance in everything they do in general. And not just having substance in university and the rest is just superficial. So coming back to your question, step by step regarding Data Hub. Now that you're asking me, it seems so far although it's, it's even less than a year, alhamdulillah, things went very fast. Uh, sometimes fast is not good because I think this is a weakness that every entrepreneur has. Uh, you get excited. And sometimes when you're excited, you're not objective. And it's always very important to stay objective, to keep you down to earth, because otherwise you just don't really analyze what's going on around you. So I was very lucky, alhamdulillah, to gather my team in a couple of months. I've been through interviews, so it was really funny and hard also at the same time to be the employer and not the employee or to attend the interview, but to be the one who's interviewing candidate. And I could see 
uh, fear and uh, stress in every candidate. So it was very, as an experience, it was very interesting and and uh, nice for me to see this because I could see myself actually in the past or who knows, maybe in the future well, if, if I do change job or, or anything. So gathered my team, fired people as well, which is not easy at all. I think when you become a, a CEO at a young age, is, is something you're not ready for when it comes to tough decisions, such as firing people. Because we're all young at the end of the day and we're all same age uh, almost. So these decisions are very hard to take. And I believe neither school, university or family actually get you prepared for that. So that was also something that I had to learn. And then, yeah, so the journey is, is still ongoing, obviously, and will always be until the end. So gathering the team, finding the right support. I had the chance to have as a chairman of my advisory board, uh, His Highness Sheikh Abdelaziz Al-Naimi, who is a royal family member from Ajman and known as the Green Sheikh because he is one of the pioneer of environment action and all these association, etc., for youth to take care of our planet. So having the trust of such people is something huge because they do trust in you, they do trust in your project, and they actually give their name to you. When they give their name, they give their reputation, they give their image, they give their years and years and decades of work experience for your project. So you have this pressure. So it is something very good and it's a huge pressure because you don't want to disappoint them. So this is also something that was very important to me together in our advisory board. Although we are entrepreneur, although you're the founder of your own project, you never know everything. And it is very important to admit it because thinking that you can achieve anything alone is impossible. I don't like to use this word, impossible, but for this specific topic, it is definitely impossible. Health-wise, you're going to lose it. Energy-wise, it's not sustainable. You're not going to continue for a long time. And work and thought-wise, when you have your team, when you have advisory board, you're guided, but you do a lot of brainstorming. And I think it is very important to consider these sessions, to consider everyone's opinion. So in our journey at Data Hub, there's a lot of brainstorm session. There's a lot of new initiative. Every single week, we're having a, a meeting with the team. So the team is, out of today, composed by seven team members. And I can assure you that managing seven people is a lot. <laughs> um, is a lot, and you have to be able to be very flexible. You can't just think that because you're the CEO or the founder, you're gonna impose on people your thoughts or your behavior or whatever. You have to be flexible. These people are here for you and for the project, and they were the first founding member with you. So it's a very delicate also role for me to always be here and give the time for every single team member in order to build all together. And also part of our journey is a lot of hard work. I think this is something obvious, but needs to be repeated a lot of time. People don't really realize, outsider, 
the amount of work that entrepreneur and team members have every single day. And if it's not every single day, it's every week or every month. But it is something very important to realize because unfortunately, people just attend or see the outcome or the results. They don't really understand what's going on inside. They wouldn't anyway understand if they're not going through the same journey as you are. But I think hard work is something to be aware of if one day you would like to be an entrepreneur because you just can't think that you're just going to throw your ideas out there and people are going to take care of that. This is being a business owner. It's not being an entrepreneur. And I think this the difference is very important to understand because an entrepreneur learn how to do marketing, how to do technology development, coding, HR skills, graphic design, uh, accounting, finance, legal, whatever field you would imagine. You have to be here every single step. It's crucial. This is also something I really wanted to highlight because a lot of people think that being an entrepreneur is just having your face everywhere, pictures, be becoming famous, and that's it. That's not the case at all. Thank you very much for sharing all those valuable information. It truly is a word that has many roles in there. And you've mentioned that it is quite challenging at times to manage at the moment your team comprising of seven people. And you do have a lot of obstacles that you have to face and you have to be able to know that you're one person, but you have to have many roles and managing something that you founded. And like what you've said, when someone's name is part of your organization, you have that added responsibility that you have to make this work and you have to be able to be objective. And it is quite difficult to become a CEO at a young age. And, you know, all them things that you've shared with us are really, truly something that we are in agreement with. And it is something at the moment that we probably might be, if we was to expand, to have employees and, and something to be mindful of as well at the moment. So some of the things that you touched upon in the previous answer. So we wanted to ask you, what were some of the obstacles and challenges you faced, particularly as a female entrepreneur, but how did you overcome them? Very, very, very interesting question. So as a start, I don't like to call any obstacle, obstacle. I like to call them challenges. So let's start by, by this. Many, many, many challenges. First of all, I will put it this way. You have two types of challenges. You have everyday challenges, which is, is this baby steps working? This task that you appointed your team to do? or vice versa, obviously, because it's always teamwork. So you have these everyday challenges. Is this coding working? Why is the platform taking so much time to be done? Uh, why the marketing campaign is not done this way? Oh no, the color are not good. Uh, we're not engaging em enough with the community. We're losing followers, we're gaining followers. The board is asking for results. How about the results? Disagreement between team uh, members all of these are challenges that you have to manage and you need to be calm. Something that I learned the hard way. As I said, you cannot just impose your personality or behavior. Obviously, you have some core value, core attitude that are part of your behavior that won't change. 
according to every single person you're talking to or dealing with, you have to change some stuff. So the, this is also a challenge is to find uh, common ground in order to find solution. The second type of challenge is actually you and yourself. Every single day when you wake up and you actually ask yourself the same question every single day, is your project is going to be a success? I think this question is the worst question an entrepreneur can ask him or herself. But unfortunately, we do ask ourselves this question because we have the pressure of the board. You have the pressure of your team member. You have a pressure of uh, the community. If you gain users already, if you had articles released in newspaper, for example, if you have other entities involved, the pressure of yourself. This is the biggest challenge, is to always be able to reflect. Self-audit is very important, and it's something that I learned to do, because otherwise you just freak out. It is very simple. There is no other word. If you're not able to optimize your energy, if you're not able to save your energy, to organize yourself, then it's going to be very complicated for you to, to overcome and to continue. You're just going to be overwhelmed and you're going to explode. So I think one of the biggest challenges that I am facing at least is this continuous fight between me and myself every single day, trying to find solution, trying to find the time for everyone, trying to manage everyone. Of course, if we go into the business side, you have the challenge of the budget, something very important. And as an entrepreneur, you have to be aware of that. You have a lot of these mindset, motivational speaker, etc., etc., that make a lot of youth dream of becoming billionaires at 23, etc., etc. I think it is very important for every single person who wants to start a project to not be driven by money. Because if it's the only goal that you are chasing, you're going to fail after a month. Just to be very realistic, when you're an entrepreneur and you start a new business, for at least six months to one year, you have to be ready and to admit the fact that you're not going to earn any money. It is important to know that in order to gain, you need to invest. So this is something important as well. And to never be driven by money, because otherwise you're not an entrepreneur, you're a business owner. So you just take your money and invest in a company. Then for sure, after a couple of months, you're going to get back either the amount that you invested or more or lose. Obviously, this is the rule of the market, of course, uh, that you cannot really control. But when you're an entrepreneur, this is something you have to be aware of. Budget is a huge challenge. So unless, of course, you have a lot of help, you have a lot of family support, etc., and it is not really a problem for you. From my side, I do have my family, but I really, really wanted for this project to be alone. So every single dirham or dollars that are spent is something that is earned by myself because I think it's the way that I found to be very responsible and to know exactly where I should invest or put my money and where I shouldn't. But this is also a challenge. Time is a challenge also, but time is more than just a challenge. 
time is the only thing that you will never be able to control or to solve or to overcome or to avoid. Sometimes you want to do things fast. You have the solution, you have everything, everything is ready, but it's just not the right time for the specific task or your solution to be enforced. Time is a parameter. It's more than a challenge. It's a parameter that you always should be considering. I really like how you like to put it as not obstacles, but challenges that are meant to be overcome. And through overcoming those challenges, any person grows so much. And through this pressure also, and the responsibility, not just for yourself, not just for the company, but also for other people, your team members and people who are supporting you. I think that pressure really can get to you if you don't manage it well, but if you do manage it well, it can make you grow so much and you can take so much from that. And I really like how you divided it into managing other people and managing yourself. And once you start managing yourself, I think everything else will fall into place. I can definitely agree. I mean, entrepreneurs have to take risk and have to invest a lot of time and energy, but it's all a journey. And believing in that vision and that dream and other people believing in that as well definitely keeps you going. Now, you already mentioned a few things that are necessary to know and take into consideration when going on this journey. But in a nutshell, could you tell us what you think is essential to know for someone who would like to embark on this journey of becoming an entrepreneur in terms of mindset and also skill set? Sure, sure. Coming back to what you just said, this habit to change the wording is something that my mentor taught me. So the very first time that I met him, I was full of very negative questions. By negative, I meant this way of putting word like obstacle, always asking why, looking at the consequences and not the cause. So he really taught me how to always change the wording to challenges, to more positive way to look at things. Because at the end of the day, every single thing around you is a matter of how you perceive them. So this is the main reason why I do have now this habit to change the wording to more positive. Because I believe when you are able to see the light in anything you do, then this is how you get also motivated. It is true that you have a lot of people. I'm reading this book called Surrounded by Idiots. And although the title is very funny, the way that they are analyzing people is very interesting because they actually put four categories of behaviors, uh, whether you're a red, yellow, blue, or green person. Apparently, I'm part of these red people that they call alpha person who's always driven and ambitious, etc., etc. But we do struggle also at some point to continue working. And by always changing things to a positive way of perceiving them, this is how you keep this motivation and energy inside of you. Coming back to your question, I do have obviously many advice for entrepreneur. The very first one is to not fear anything. I know it sounds easy, but I've been through it as well. So I know it's not. But if you want to do something different or you want to be someone different in the society, you got to do things differently. 
you can just pretend to be or have an average life. By average, I mean nine to five job, continuing being in the comfort zone, not doing much, always asking yourself thousands of questions, not being very active when it comes to decision making. If you want to start something, then you have to change the way that you're living, your lifestyle, and how you think or perceive stuff. So do not fear people. Do not fear their worth. People will judge no matter what you do or what you don't. So do. Be a doer, not be a thinker. It is hard. I think the hardest, hardest, hardest step of your journey is from zero to one, to jump. It is the hardest because at this point, you're asking yourself thousands of questions because you are about to change everything to start something new that you haven't started before. So it is the hardest, the step when you jump from zero to one. When you reach one, it's not easy. It's still not easy, but you're already in the boat. So now your mindset change from, okay, zero to one, I had to jump. Now I'm in the boat, I have to survive. So your mindset automatically change to what's next. Okay, now I'm in one, I'm in the boat. There is some huge wave I need to avoid, etc. I have to survive. So everything's changed and you start moving forward. I think also an advice that I will give is not having this going with the flow type of mindset. Dead fish go with the flow. And not even fish that are alive, but dead fish only go with the flow. So you shouldn't be having this mindset of I'm going with the flow, whatever happened, happened. There's a reason, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, there's a reason behind every single thing that happened to your life. But when it comes to work, you shouldn't be expecting results without hard work. Uh, you shouldn't be expecting success or failure. You just put 100% of yourself It takes from a person a lot of energy to be fearless if you want to be an entrepreneur. You have to be aware and ready to fail. When I say ready, it's not in terms of mindset. It's ready in terms of plan A doesn't work. How about plan B? There is no such thing as I try, I fail, next. No. It's I try, I fail. I try again, same thing. I fail, I see how I can transform it or change it to a potential other project. If I still fail, then I change. I don't think in business or hard work, there's such thing as yes or no. There's no black or white. You can all, always, always, always change certain parameters and start again. So this is also an advice very important other advice is take care of your health. This is very important. Mental health, physical health. Again, I'm so against this motivational speaker that keep uh, pushing youth to, we sleep only once we're done, we work. We don't sleep if we're tired. We do this, we wake up at five, we go to the gym, we do. These are, of course, real routine of certain people. But putting in our youth or any person, huh, young or not, this idea that you can just wake up the next day with a total different routine 
is just putting to yourself unrealistic expectation or goals. This is impossible. There's nothing that change in a day. And there's nothing that you can do to change your behavior, your mindset, your routine in 24 hours. This is just not possible. So I think taking care of your health is very important to not be too harsh on yourself also. Unfortunately, for those who will have the same behavior as I do or personality, I think you shouldn't be too modest. I will explain myself. Of course, ego is something that you should be able to control. It's very important. But you should always be proud of yourself. Every single step, even baby steak, even going to talk to someone, sending an email, anything that is different from your routine is something you should be proud of. And I believe when you are very ambitious, you are very hard on yourself. You're not proud until you see the result. And when you see the result, you move forward to continue to see other results or another project. This is where time comes, where you should give to every single step you have or you're doing a specific timing. Not be harsh on yourself, taking care of your health. Body, soul, and mind is something very important to always have as much as you can aligned because this is how you become a complete human being. You can just think that without soul or without your mindset or without your body, thing will work. It's a triangle. It's a, this type of relationship where there's three parameters involved. So it is hard because it needs time. So these are very important advice I will give that no one did give me. Although my family, especially my mom, is someone that I take as a role model because back in the 70s, she was an entrepreneur who actually, 70s, 80s, who did actually become one of the very first women to be business owner and entrepreneur in her field. But I think these advice... You actually, anyone can come as I am now doing it, tell you and give you advice. But I think it's also important and it's part of the journey to experience them. It's like university or school. You have the course and you have exercise because you need to get used to them. And then once you are able to tell someone the course, it's because you did understand. So today I'm able to give you this advice because I learned them the hard way and I am aware of them and I am trying every single day to apply to myself. And you shouldn't be taking advices from people who are not doing the same as you are right now. So whatever you're listening to, any motivational speaker, mentor, YouTuber, whatever influencer, always check the background um, because there's a lot of people that are just reading books or watching movies and there's think that they are entitled to give you uh, life coaching, but no. Life coaching is something that you learn with your own life and experience when you can help people. It's not just a degree that you get because you studied life coaching and psychology and whatever. So these are a couple of advices. And of course, of course, be confident, be strong. You're going to go through a lot of down. This is life. but Always, always, always be ready to stand up and to continue moving forward. You don't want to fail. You want to fail forward and continue to move. Failure is 
necessary in order to succeed. And if you're not ready to fail, then you will not succeed and you will not take any risk. So it's up to you. Stay in your comfort zone or not. But if you want to try something new, you got to be ready or at least aware that there is a chance. And it is a chance. It's not negative. It's positive to fail because you will learn out of these failure to come back stronger and to do better in the future. Thank you very much for sharing your valuable gems. And we can definitely relate to failure, how failure is a part of success. If you want to achieve success, then you know that failure is within the recipe as well. And the more times you fail, you fail forward and you always learn from everything that has gone wrong. And you are analytical and you think, okay, if this didn't work this way, maybe we can do it that way. So it is definitely a strong thing that I definitely do myself as well when I reflect that, you know, where did I fail and where can I change things and how can I learn and and continue to move and move forward to success. So thank you so much for sharing those valuable insights with us. Gosar, a lot of people are now taking, like you said, more and more online classes and they've got a lot of, you know, they're seeking a lot of knowledge and it's mainly online especially with the pandemic as well. A lot of people are not going and meeting people face-to-face or or attending classes at a particular venue. So the internet has been the place where you learn new skills and seek knowledge. And Data Hub is a wonderful platform that you design and you created for people who are looking for exactly that. So could you share with us what people will be able to find on Data Hub? Sure. So as you mentioned, Nowadays, and I think this is the fourth uh, revolution we call technology uh, revolution, is something you can avoid. And it is something you have to live with. Soft skills or skills that we are taught at university are not enough today. If you want to be different or if you want to be above average. So yes, knowledge has always been, at least in my eyes, and I think... 80% of the world or even 90% will agree a fundamental value principle basis of our society and of our world uh, and religion and the first for Muslim words they came to the Prophet Muhammad is Iqra which is read so knowledge is a fundamental value principle of our religion it is a very important parameter of the society and Data Hub is, as you mentioned, digital platform for youth to socialize through knowledge, but not only. As I mentioned earlier, youth do struggle to gain exposure for their work. Why? Because of two uh, very simple reasons. First of all, their age, that they cannot change. They have to live with it. This is time, again. We cannot fight, fight again, against time. So instead of fighting against time, we can take time as our advantage and use it in a different way. So motivating and pushing our youth to use this free time to be productive and to create knowledge-based content, either article, podcast, or video that they will be able to upload in their personal account. So basically, Data Hub will work as a social media platform. So Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn where you will be able to upload your own content, to have your own community of followers, 
So we're creating communities according to youth interest and according to all of also affinities. How? Because on Data Hub, you will have a messenger also where you would be able to chat and get to know other young people like you around the world because you do have knowledge-based thoughts or content that you would like to share. Data Hub is also a platform where all of your university work, assignment, essays will have a second life. These work are quality work. And I believe it is very unfortunate that these work are having only a one-time life. On Data Hub, you'll be able to expose it, to share it with other youth, either students or fresh grads. We have also a loyalty program where we would like to reward our users by converting their likes into points that they can redeem in coffee shop and bookstores. And of course, this is only phase one of Data Hub. So phase one is socialized through knowledge. And phase two that is coming up in February, inshallah, is an app that will allow youth, but also teachers to give private lessons through the platform, through this app. Against, of course, a specific price that they will, of course, negotiate with either the student of the fresh grad or any person who would like to take such course. So we're trying to build around Data Hub more than just a social platform. We're trying to build a community, a safe place where youth will have their own place without any judgment on their appearance or their number of followers or on the picture or content they share, but push them to gain exposure, to support each other, to share knowledge, and the most important thing, to express themselves. In university, you are not, you don't really have a class where they actually teach you how to express yourself. I graduated from law school and I didn't have such class and I believe those who really needed were us as lawyers and we didn't have this opportunity to actually express ourselves freely. So this is about it, Data Hub. Of course, we're doing more than that in order for us to support association, charity, causes, but also women empowerment, young women empowerment. So that's why also Data Hub is aligned with the United Nations Youth 2030 Agenda and the UAE Agenda for Youth. So uh, inshallah, we're looking forward to impact the community positively, even if it's one person, it's a lot already, and to expand ourselves in as much country as we will be able to. Knowledge is part of the few things that won't differentiate people because of their origin, religion, color, background. Knowledge is universal and it is the best weapon any person could ever have in their life to be independent. It is true that knowledge is power, but true knowledge, not half knowledge. Half knowledge is dangerous. Half knowledge being someone who just watched three minutes YouTube video on artificial intelligence, on, I don't know, engineering, and comes and just teach a class or record a podcast or a video. Or this is, in my eyes, very dangerous, half knowledge, because it will uh, mislead people. And it is the negative side of how you could actually use knowledge to mislead people. But if it's done in a proper way, if it is used in a proper way, 
the knowledge is power and knowledge is the key to open any door. And if it's not to open a door, it's to elevate you. It's not only about finding the right job or graduating from a specific university. It's also about investing in yourself to leave your own legacy to your kids, to your family, and to leave, once you die, because it's obviously something that no one can avoid, your legacy. And always living by this very important thought, which is you have a purpose in life, and part of this purpose is to leave behind you something. You cannot just think about living your life in a selfish way and die. It's very unfortunate. And I think our world, our youth, our community needs more support, needs more sharing. And I think knowledge is part of this few, call it weapon, call it key, call it principal value that will actually help our society, our world to always stay or elevate to become better. Most definitely. We can also call it knowledge as light because without knowledge, we cannot develop ourselves further and we won't be able to know how to do something. And I also totally agree with you, Gotha, that, you know, anyone can just create something and an account and just say, well, I'm going to be teaching this. But it takes a lot of guidance, a lot of advices from our mentors, from reading Getting all this important knowledge so that you have got that equipped with you. And that's going to be what you are going to be able to teach other people as well. Because once you develop yourself, like I said, you will be able to reach other people as well. So thank you so much. We have learned so many valuable pieces of advice that you have given us and to uh, future aspiring entrepreneurs as well who will listen to this podcast as well. I wanted to thank you personally, Gotha, for coming on our podcast and taking the time out to join us from your very busy schedule, doing so many important things for everyone, for the benefit of everyone, so everyone can access this. And once again, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your journey with us. Thank you very much, Nesmin and Mariam, for this opportunity. I'm the one who's grateful that I had this very valuable time to share some part of my journey. I really hope these will be advice that will help at least one person and hopefully with your amazing project our project and every single entrepreneur project that are made for the community we will be able to help each other to help others to elevate ourselves and to leave something behind us something beautiful that people will remember us for Thank you very much for having me. I was very uh, happy to, to take the time to do this podcast with you. Well, there you go, everyone. Gothar shared her journey, and we hope that this will allow you to take action to pursue your audacious goals. And we really hope that you all benefit from this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes that are on our YouTube channel. And be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and videos when we upload. And lastly, always remember taking steps in healthy increments is a way towards goal achievements.